It's a great privilege for myself and my family to be standing before you this morning and to bring the word from him. As I was just sitting down there, I just said, God, he's not a God of confusion. From the songs, from what Raph said, from what Jackie said, from what Molly said, everything comes together to what we want to say. I just said, God, it's as if we should not say anything. <laughs> everything is in here and we just say, God, thank you for everything. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for this privilege to stand before you to bring your word. I pray that we not speak of ourselves. We speak directly from you. We are vessels. Use us this morning. Lord, above all, help us not to be here as alone, but to do your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Chioma will be reading for us first. So this is John 6, 1 to 14. Jesus feeds the 5,000. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked us only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here was a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far would they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. And there was plenty of grass in that place, and they all sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of, of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is a prophet who was to come into the world. Praise the Lord. Yeah, uh, this passage, uh, I've been able to break it down into five lessons that we are going to learn from this passage. The first lesson is uh, Jesus moves with compassion. The second lesson is that uh, Jesus is bigger than any situation we face. The third lesson is Jesus asks us to bring him all we have. And the fourth lesson is that Jesus can bring blessing and life from what is broken. And the fifth one is that Jesus multiplies what we give to him. So I will be speaking on the first and then also we speak on the second and then today we speak on the third. Then I will wrap it up with the fourth and the fifth lesson. Hope we are able to keep to time. <laughs> Please bear with us. It's a family affair. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Can I have the verses up, please? Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all these people? And then 
the lesson I'm, I'm picking from there is uh, where, especially where Jesus already knew what he wanted to do. So I will encourage each and every one of us this morning that we are going through difficult times, difficult situations. And what amazes me most is that Jesus already knew exactly what he wanted to do before asking that question. So for that reason, I will encourage each and every one of us that whatever we are going through, we should keep seeking God. We should keep seeking him. Because that crowd, they were tired, they were hungry, and Jesus saw them, and he had compassion on them. Our God is a compassionate God. He will never leave us alone in any situation that we find ourselves, no matter how difficult it is. And we encourage us this morning that we keep seeking God. We shouldn't abandon him because the crowd, they didn't leave Jesus alone because they were hungry. They kept going after him. Even when they were hungry, it means even no matter how bad the situation is, no matter how difficult it is, we should keep seeking him. Praise the Lord. And then to wrap up that uh, point, we are going to look at... Uh, we are going to look at Psalm 34, verse 10. Even strong lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. That when we trust in the Lord, no matter how hungry, no matter how bad the situation is, the Lord is going to come through for us. He's aware that we need our spiritual food, and he's also aware that we need our physical food. The Lord will meet us at the point of our needs. Praise the Lord. Nomso will be coming up to speak on the second point now. Thank you. Okay. So I'll be talking about how Jesus is bigger than all of our problems. In John 6, verse 5 to 7, it reads, when Jesus looked up and saw a crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip then answered him, it will take more than a half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. In these three verses already, we know that Jesus already knows the problem at hand because it already reads that Jesus already knew what he was going to do. This is so reassuring knowing this. So when we do come to God about our problem, he already knows the problem and has already heard us. God already has a plan laid out for all of us and it is definitely the best plan for all of us. I'm reminded of a verse, of verse one of Psalm 121, where it says, I will look upon to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, who makes the heaven and earth. We should always look to God when we do need help, because he will most definitely sort it out for us. And in Philippians 4 verse 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This verse is telling us to always believe we can overcome any situation as long as we have Christ. In this story, it was the amount of people who needed feeding basically over 5,000 people. And Philip rightly said that it would take more than a half a year's wages to feed all of them. But what does Jesus do? He conquers the problem and in so much abundance as well that there was a surplus of food. 
Because in John 6, verse 12, it says, When they all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that were left over, let nothing be wasted. He did the impossible and in so much abundance. So to conclude, we should never think that Jesus cannot overcome a problem. He'll prevail every time. Amen. Hello, and um, I'm going to talk to you about another one of the lessons that can be learned from this miracle, which is that Jesus asks us to bring him all that we have. In verse 9 of chapter 6, we can see Andrew, one of Jesus' disciples, who was with him, bring forward a boy who had with him a measly two barley loaves, wait, yeah, five barley loaves and two fish. Andrew then goes on to say, but what good is that with this huge crowd? Reading this verse, I'm sure we can all empathize with Andrew here. After, after all, what good is a few loaves of bread and fish when faced with 5,000 plus people who had been walking all day and were most likely extremely tired and hungry? Despite this, I also believe the boy had something that Andrew didn't. He had a little bit of faith that Jesus would do something extraordinary with his lunch. This young boy could have very easily hidden, him, hidden away and eaten his lunch by himself, which I'm sure many people in that crowd did. What this boy did is exactly what Jesus wants us to do. Bring to him all that we have, no matter how small and insignificant it may seem to be, and to also put our faith, put our faith and trust in him. In Matthew 17, verse 20, we can see Jesus scolding his disciples for their lack of faith. It reads, he replied, because you guys have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. This verse ties in very nicely with the actions of the boy that day. He gave Jesus all that he had, no matter how small it was, and he had faith that Jesus would deliver, and he did. I'm sure we have all, at some point, felt like the five loaves of bread and two fish, inadequate and unworthy. Maybe that's how you feel today. If so, then I want to give you some good news, and it is that God does not care about how low you think you might be. All he wants for you is to give him all that you have, and come to him as you are. And most importantly, you need faith. Faith that God can transform whatever you have now so that you will be able to move that mountain, that seemingly impossible task, he would do it for you. So believe in him. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so the fourth point here is that Jesus can bring blessing and life from what is broken. Verse 5 of the passage we read, Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. According to this voice, Jesus gave thanks, which symbolizes how he continually brings us to God, interceding for us in heaven. And few, few weeks ago, Molly spoke about if we, don't, if we can't take anything from what she said, we should remember that Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, his Father, 
interceding for each and every one of us. And he came again here. Jesus is here. Be rest assured that he's seated at the right hand. He's interceding for each and every one of us. He's interceding on our behalf, our broken lives, our situations. He's, he is there continually interceding for each and every one of us. And that can be found in Romans 8, 33 to 34. And it says, who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died. More than that, who was raised to life? is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Jesus is the only one who can bring light into our situation, no matter how dark or difficult it may be. Praise the Lord. And the fifth point here is that Jesus multiplies what we give to him. Verse 12 to 14 of the passage, when, when they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. Verse 13. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Verse 14. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, surely this is the prophet who is come into the world. Praise the Lord. This shows that God is able to multiply our efforts, our gift, and our offerings, and bring complete satisfaction to the deepest places of our souls. It is so amazing to know that there were 12 baskets recorded as leftover when everybody has eaten just out of from five fish from five breads and two fishes god is amazing he is compassionate he's our healer he's our greatest i will encourage each and every one of us this morning that we keep seeking god we don't have to abandon him no matter how bad the situation is and he will come through for us like jackie said this morning all you need is just to ask keep praying he already knows what to do in that situation that you are going through. Nothing is too difficult for our God to deal with. Praise the Lord. So we need to reflect on these lessons and also know if we want to enjoy these privileges, we need to first give our lives to Jesus. That is uh, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever, whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. If you are here this morning and you have not made that decision to be Jesus, you have not made that decision to follow Jesus, this is an opportunity. We have our leaders here. If you don't want to stand up or however you want to do it after the service, you can reach out to anyone because salvation is our sure happiness to everlasting life. May God bless you all. And I pray that these words will continue to, to <laughs> that these words will continue to germinate in our hearts and then it blossoms and then we go out there and tell people about how good our God is. 
Praise the Lord.